Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard so better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Down to Biscay. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor. I'm your host, Greg Sylvander. For the first official five on the floor post-game edition of this 2023-24 Miami Heat regular season. The Miami Heat, what do you know, is in another clutch game. They win 103-102 over the Detroit Pistons. I'm your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan with me, the coach, Sean Rochester. We have Eternal, your playback compadre and also we have matt hannafan as well so we have a loaded crew to go through game one of this 82 game regular season uh it included uh some good moments some not so good moments and like i said a clutch game and the heat ultimately got the victory so all good things there um first before we dive into any of this stuff y'all thought i was about to read an ad no not yet uh, I want to get general takeaways. Let's dive right into this thing and and, and start to dissect what we saw. Uh, Sean, I'll start with you because um, I haven't had the chance to speak with you throughout the game. So I have absolutely no idea uh, what your perspective was. But let's start here. 103-102. The Heat had this game in control. It kind of slipped away. What did you see early that you liked? Um, early on, things, things look good. Uh, I think... 
what stood out to me in the first half was that second group. When they went to the sub where uh, Tyler stayed in and they went four guys in, Duncan, uh, what was it, Duncan, Thomas Bryant, Triple J, and Drew Smith? Or Caleb? Caleb. Caleb, I think, yes. yeah. And uh, that group just brought energy. Like, the game was kind of in the mud at that point, which sometimes the Heat like, but their energy, you know, Bryant running the floor, uh, Triple J kind of took over the offense in a way, which was beautiful to see, I'm sure. Eternal and Matt are going to shine on that, so I won't steal too much of their thunder. Duncan was getting after it. He was off-ball moving. He was shooting the ball well. Uh, when Drew did come in with that group, had active hands, was you know bringing energy on the defensive end. It was just nice to see that. How many times in the last few years have we non-Jimmy Bam lineups or just no Jimmy lineups just absolutely go into the gutter? And you're actually like, oh, cool, just keep Jimmy there. Like, if this was in March, we would have been like, all right, just keep Jimmy out for a little bit longer. Like, extend that rest. It's game one, so you're kind of like, all right, just get back in there. Let's get this done. Um, but that was my takeaway early on is just the the second group, even without Josh, even without Haywood, uh, looked really good. Very true. I I, I was uh, especially impressed with the way that uh, the second unit came out. They moved the ball. Uh, Tyler was put in position to be a primary facilitator. That had its good moments and its bad moments as he was, I think he had a shot block probably six times. I don't know. I, I could, I lost count. Um, but you mentioned Jaime Jaquez. And that's a good tee up for our first segment. And now on five on the floor, it's time for the Gamer of the Night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500-square-foot state-of-the-art center equipped with all the high-end power. Play all-day passes, available for just 25 bucks. but if you mention five reasons... It's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN. You get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. Welcome back from our first segment. The Rock Esports Gamer of the Night Eternal is... I am going to go with... I know people are thinking I'm going to go with Jaime Hawkins, but I'm actually going to go with Thomas Bryant. Wow. I think Thomas Bryant was a solid, solid player on the court tonight. Um, I love his, his physicality. I mean, we've seen that in the preseason. Um, but he had eight points and six rebounds, um, if I'm not mistaken. And those, those are really big, really, really big. So um, shout out to Thomas Bryant. That is my player of the night. I, I like that selection. And and just for, so our listeners know, we're not always going to pick the top scorer every night. We, I, I like the idea of kind of looking through and seeing who made that impact. And he was impactful. 8.6 rebounds, three assists. He's, com- he's always competing, super intense, uh, an absolute upgrade over Dwayne Dedman and Cody Zeller. So all good things there. Not the player who I thought you were going to call out eternal, uh, but that's okay because uh, Matt is here also to talk about players he likes as well. Uh, Jaime Jaquez, let's start there because I felt like although he only had six points in 13 minutes, those six points made all Heat fans say, wow. He probably is ready to play relatively 
steady minutes immediately. Matt, do you think so? I, I felt like he looks like he belongs. He's not sped up at all. Uh, it appears as if that's a guy who's probably going to land in this rotation long term. Do you agree? And what else did you see from Jaime Jaquez that jumped off the page tonight? After he hit a push shot, hit his push shot, I think it was in the fourth quarter, at least midway through there. Um, I had a tweet where I said, I want him in the rotation every single game that he's healthy to play in. Um, I think he's at, I think he absolutely deserves to be in the rotation. I think tonight was just evidence of that. I mean, he only played 13 minutes. Um, there was some nagging injury that he had like in the preseason. So I think they were kind of having him on a minutes restriction along with Caleb. But like just with him, you talked like it's the comfort. It's um, the disposition. Like, again, he's never sped up. Um, it's the craftiness. Like he has that old man game and like the most complimentary way possible. <laughs> um, it's it's just like it's beautiful basketball to watch. Like even within the first couple of possessions that he was in the game in the first half, um, you could just see like it's just so incredibly smooth. It comes to him so easy. And it's on both ends, too. Like I've, I've talked talked about in the past, but like offensively with the ball in his hands, like he turned on our on playback. Uh, shout out play black please go join us during the games but like we were like we want him in the game more but there has to be some understanding that like yeah he he is like coming off of an injury and they're gonna be precautious with it um and so i think yeah 13 or uh, six points two assists two steals three of three shooting in 13 minutes like and two rebounds i mean he was very impactful and that, that, those are loud statistics so it's not that's not just quiet those were loud tonight in my opinion Absolutely. I think loud is a great adjective to describe them. Uh, the bench combined for 33 points. That's huge for them. I mean, if they can have Jimmy and Bam playing as well as they did, and trust me, we're going to talk about those guys here in a minute, but supplemented by the bench getting that many points, it's going to put them in good position most nights. This was a weird kind of game. They were at one point had a 21-0 advantage with points off turnovers and I don't know how that finished because of the feverish ending to this game. But the fact that this even got close uh, is something that I want to dive into before we close the show. Um, but let's talk Jimmy and Bam. Let's go all the way to the top of the roster. Jimmy Butler finished with 19 points in 34 minutes. He was 6 of 18 from the field, 7 of 9 from the free throw line, 13 rebounds, 8 offensive. That's a career high for Mr. Jimmy Butler. Four assists, two steals. So he filled it up. Bam Adebayo is looking as comfortable as ever. I thought he had a particularly smooth game, even if every shot doesn't go in. He was still 7 of 13, got 10 free throw attempts, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, 22 points. Bam Adebayo looks poised to be maybe the top scorer for this group. Sean, Bam and Jimmy, I think we all kind of know and expect what we're going to get out of those guys. Um, did you see anything different tonight that jumped out at you? And also because of the the organization has kind of grouped Jimmy in one tier and it appears as if Bam and Tyler are in another. So let's add him into this mix. The big three in Miami now, Sean, Bam, Jimmy, Tyler, what did you like most from those guys or dislike from what you saw? So starting with Bam, you mentioned the 10 free throws, eight of those in the first half, which you love to see the aggressiveness early, got to the free throw line. Um, I think he was, he's kind of what you expect. Bam just does it. You know, he's like, he's, he's going to give you that standard Bam game. Jimmy, 
you know, at times it felt like, and I know Ethan mentioned this a couple of times in a tweet, it seemed like between him and Tyler, it was taking turns, which I don't like. I would rather see some flow to what we were doing. And it seemed like going back and forth between them and then other guys getting involved that I didn't care for. I don't know. I mean, the Pistons were a long team. It gave everyone trouble. I mean, I would say unofficially the, um, the Jimmy eight offensive rebounds were seven of those off of him missing on almost on purpose and going and getting his own rebound. (laughs) And Greg, I'm sure as, as you know, a baller yourself, I'm sure you've done that also. I'm, I'm guilty of that. You know, you just missed a shot. Go get your rebound stat pad a little bit. That's maybe that's what Jimmy was doing. But, um, you know, and, and I'm sure this is going to come up. Tyler started one of nine. He finished six of 15. There were some shots in there for, for sure that were not good quality shots. But I think if you're going to put him with that bench group, he kind of becomes that I have to just volume shoot and the efficiency is going to drop. You don't want one of nine for sure. But I just think Tyler is going to be like this. It's going to be kind of more of that roller coaster and the role that he's in. I'd like to see more symmetry between those three guys. Um, but at the end of the day, like I think that he he made shots when we needed him to make shots. Jimmy and Bam made a couple of shots late. And eventually we'll talk about the point guards, I'm sure, before we close it up. But I don't want to I don't want to go too far off of Montanja and what we're talking about. Absolutely. And uh, to kind of round out the starting five eternal, Kevin Love had a double-double, 13 and 10, three of six from three, uh, missed one late that almost went in the damn basket that would have ended the game. Kyle Lowry had a weird game, 31 minutes, took one shot, didn't get a free throw up, two rebounds, two assists, but he did get two steals and a block. All those, I believe, were in the first half, if I remember correctly. It's kind of a nondescript evening for Kyle Lowry, but for as much as I think a lot of us have harped on what this starting lineup could be defensively and also just the fact that you're having Kevin Love, Tyler Hero, and Kyle Lowry in the same starting lineup, uh, athletically, there's a lot of elements that I think we doubted. Eternal, from your from your perspective, Kevin Love and Kyle Lowry, um, do you think that both of those guys are going to remain mainstays as we go forward? I know it's game one. I don't want to get too far ahead, but I do think it's it's worth – it begs the question with Kyle's stat line and also with um, as well as Kevin Love played that uh, one may stick around and one may not, but he Kyle Lowry has kind of got this position by default at the moment. Um, so let's start with Kevin Love, Eternal. What did you like uh, coming from him tonight? I loved it. Uh, it was funny because Kevin had a, a couple of plays defensively um, in the paint where he was, you know, as a help defender, he, he looked really, really good. Um, I thought he was really active on the board. And I was telling Matt this on playback um, that his rebounding this year is going to be really big for them, not just him rebounding and getting an outlet pass, just him and Bam being able to combine for nearly 20 rebounds by themselves. That's fantastic. That, so your front court, your front court gave you almost 30 rebounds by themselves. So that is something that we're not really used to um, as Heat fans and also as a Heat team. So that's something to me to really look out for um, during the season. Um, obviously, do though, I do think Kevin Love probably doesn't close if you have a fully healthy roster. Um, which, you know, I'm okay with, right? Like, get what you can out of Kevin and then say, hey, 
all right, cool. Let's get somebody else in for these closing minutes. Um, so as far as Kevin, I give Kevin a B plus, maybe an A tonight. Um, man, I'm not really, I'm not gonna harp long on it, but we knew what we was getting out of Cal this season. Just ride, ride the, just ride the bike until the wheels fall off. But I mean, <laughs> well. To that point, though, and Sean just dropped that in our little chat here as we uh, stay connected throughout the show. Sean, read read that to the to the listeners, because I think it is actually really a valid point to bring up because we're kind of in a position where the Miami Heat point guards are basically if. And this is funny that I said this about Drew Smith, and I probably should start saying it about Kyle Lowry. If those guys are invisible to a degree, that's probably a good thing. Tell us um, the stat that you pulled up that I think is a, a real worthy one for he this game. He was getting cooked now. I ain't going to say he was invisible, but he was getting, getting cooked. <laughs> we need Ethan to print out some invisible shirts. We'll, we'll put Drew and Kyle's faces on them, and we'll, we'll get them on the Five Reasons store. Zero turnovers between Drew and Kyle in 41 minutes. And even if you throw uh, Tyler in there, he only had two. So only 7.4% turnover rate for the team. You turn the ball over – even a little bit more, that game might not go your way because obviously Detroit was just handing out free basketballs throughout the game. I, you know, we've said this. We we did a pod together, Greg, where we talked about Drew being invisible, or it was on playback that we talked about that. I They need to shoot the ball more to draw the attention of the defense, but if you're going to take care of the ball like that and just, you know, it's not a high assist game for any of them. Um, looking at, let's see, Kyle had two, Drew had one, Tyler had three, you know, not a great assist game, but just take care of the ball. Be the backup quarterback that comes in and just run the offense. And, uh, yeah, it, there, there's there's definitely more to be had from them. We're not giving them a pass, but at least in that one department, they took care of the basketball. Agreed. We're trying to remain objective. Everyone says that uh, my Kyle Lowry takes are personal at this point, and I promise you that they're not. Uh, let's go to our next segment. And now it's time for the official five on the floor injury report sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now, the injury report. All right, welcome back. I uh, want to call out our injury report of the night. Uh, basically, I just, because it's the start of the season, I think it's just a good place to run down where we're at health-wise with our guys. Uh, Caleb Martin and Jaime Jaquez Jr. have been recovering from injuries. Both played tonight. Both appeared to be on a pitch count to a degree. Neither played in excess of 19 minutes. Caleb got 19, Jaime Jaquez 13. We have Haywood Highsmith and Josh Richardson both out with injuries. I'm leaning towards uh, and I'm I'm this is not based off of Intel. It's based off just the guts. Uh, I have a feeling they're not going to play on the upcoming road trip either and maybe try to slot back in after that. But that's the extent of the injuries right now. So they're kind of in a really good place once they get those two defensive wings, athletic wings back in Haywood Highsmith and Josh Richardson. But from an injury perspective, I think they came out of the game unscathed. And so we're in a good place. Definitely reach out to Eric Rubenstein as well. Sean, I got to go to you on this guy. 
Mr. Duncan Robinson appears to be back three of five from, from deep 15 points, huge minutes, but I think it was more than just three point shooting. He's really expanded his game. Hasn't he moving without the basketball? I mean, he's always been good moving, but like he was, there was a screen away where he slipped. There was a backdoor cut on the baseline. Uh, Jaime found him one time on a, I mean, it's just his movement. The gravity that we talk about is great for the offense, especially if he's going to be out there with a point guard that is not willing to shoot, whether it's one of those two guys that creates action that creates space for the offense. And it's only going to help other people. Um, it, it was really good to see. It seemed like he played very confident, almost like it was carrying over from the playoffs last year. And for our last segment, we will introduce, well, you know what? Let's let Ethan tell you. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette Play of the Night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com and A Aggressive Insurance Agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800 or insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com with two N's and two T's. Your best play for auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, condo insurance, life insurance, or a retirement program. Reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com. All right, we're back and we're calling out the play, the A aggressive play of the night. And for me, it happened early in the game. 26 seconds left in the first quarter. Jaime Jaquez, I think it started with a hit, a Jaime Jaquez steal, if I remember correctly. Um, but the bigger part of it was dude got his back to the basket. Made a crafty, as Matt called it earlier in the show, old man game move to the basket. Beautiful up and under, reverse layup. And it really just shows how um, he is hes a seasoned rook. I mean, I, there's no other way to say it. I mean, I remember when Tyler first played, there was a lot of games where I said, gosh, he almost looks more seasoned than Dwayne did in year one. And people got real angry at me. Jaime Jaquez is along those lines of guys that um, are, uh, you, you know, like players that you can tell are immediately going to be in the league. We got a quote here from uh, Eric Spolstra post game about Jaime Jaquez. He has an it quality, whatever that is, where he'll make the appropriate play. It's not like a, a lot of young players who are going too fast or only trying to score or only trying to score hard not to be encouraged by those minutes. So those minutes were punctuated by the play of the game, the a aggressive play of the game. Go check out those highlights. Remember, 26 seconds left to go in the first. Jaime Jaquez had that play, but it wasn't all good, y'all. They made a huge run in the fourth quarter. The Detroit Pistons did. This was a game that the Heat were up 19 at a point in the fourth quarter, and it got all the way down to one. They almost uh, – there were moments throughout the game where it looked like they could cough it up. They ultimately held on to win. It was a little disconcerting that they didn't put Detroit away. What the hell happened, Matt, when you were watching that and you saw Detroit chipping away at it, chipping away at it, and Miami never countered with a run – and then all of a sudden we're in a clutch game. And then it's a one possession game to close. How did they get there? What did Miami not do to get rid of Detroit early on in this season opener? It didn't feel like their offensive process was the same. And it like there wasn't enough ball movement. There wasn't enough player movement. It felt like it just kind of got stagnant at the end. And at times when it does get stagnant for Miami, 
the res the good results that you typically see from them kind they kind of wane off a little bit at times um and then Detroit, and then Detroit, like they were just remaining aggressive, and they were going right at Miami. And it, like it went from like a nineteen point lead to like single digits within like a snap of a finger, um, and it just didn't feel like. I mean, Miami didn't score in the final two fifty seven. Like it, 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 it got to a point there where again, as you kind of talked about, like you were worried about if Miami was going to lose this game after being up nineteen earlier in the quarter. Um, but it just didn't feel like the offensive process was the same. It didn't feel like they were getting to the rim. It didn't feel like they were creating any advantages. Um, and then there was like a couple of shots that like went in and out like that. Kevin Love three went in and out. Like there's nothing much you can do about that. You get the good look. It doesn't go in. Um, that's just basketball sometimes, but it just didn't feel like the process was completely there for them. Um, and that sometimes happens. Basketball is the game of runs. You just have to persevere in the end. And that's exactly what mine did. Cade Cunningham is super impressive, but a dude who I haven't watched a ton of, who was also super impressive, uh, hat tip to it eternal for sharing this with me via Jonathan Wesserman on Twitter. Uh, Jalen Durant, dude had 17 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, four blocks. He's 19 years old, and Bam Adebayo was guarding him. That dude is someone to watch out for. Um, I think Miami just was playing with their food a little too much. Obviously, they got the close there at the end, um, the final possession. I don't even think Cade got that shot up. And uh, – and they come away with the victory. Final thoughts from you guys. Sean, I'll start with you. We'll go around the room. Uh, final thoughts as we close the book on the first game of the season, 103-102, Heat over Detroit. I'll close with this. I just saw, saw this on Twitter from Jeff Nicholas, um, friend of the show, pool party member. He, uh, he said that we were not a, a game above 500 last year until mid-December. It's Perfect. October 25th, boys. We're winning right now. We're winning. Perspective. I love it. Eternal. Final thoughts. I think that there was a lot of positives to come, come away from from this game. I do think this is the deepest team Miami has had probably since the 21-22 season. Um, I was just puzzled by the rotations at the end. They had a 15-point lead. There were some substitutions to me that didn't make sense, but albeit, um, I look forward to the games this season. It's a lot to be excited about, um, and they have a really good team. They are deep. I don't know why Drew Smith came in in the fourth quarter because that was the – I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say, say it. For you. <laughs> I'll say it for you. Um but not to pick on Drew because I think that was a team effort in, in them coming back the way that they did. Matt, final thoughts? You know Miami Heat basketball is back when there's when you're sweating out a clutch game. Like that's just they they had 54 last regular season. They had a bunch in the playoffs. They had went five for five in the preseason and now one for one in the regular season. Let's see if we can break last year's mark, I guess. I don't know. But nothing like Miami Heat basketball being back, especially since you're sweating out a clutch game late in the fourth quarter after being up 19. Could not say it better myself. The Miami Heat do get the victory. Uh and I just want to throw this in before we close. They shot 36% from three. If they can get that percentage throughout the season, that'll be encouraging. I feel like they can maybe even do a little bit better than that, but they don't need to do a ton better to really continue to be a threat from down there. So there absolutely was some positives. Um, unfortunately, the Detroit Pistons did get back in the game, but Matt's right. Like 
that's we should get used to it. Spo said if they can have runs in the playoffs like they did last year and they have to play the kind of regular season they did last year, he'll take it every time. Well, we're going to take this one. The Miami Heat get the victory, 103-102. Shout out to our sponsors, Rock Esports, insurance by Lynette.com, A Aggressive Insurance also is the name there. Um, and also Eric Rubenstein, you can find him on Twitter. Make sure you uh, check out Ethan um, and his uh, uh, mention of him. He'll give you his IG address and everything else. Eternal, thanks. Sean, thanks. Matt, thanks. We'll have you covered for the next road trip where they head. Let's quickly uh, give you that recap. They'll Friday be in Boston, Saturday be in Minneapolis to play the Timberwolves, and Monday they finish the road trip in Milwaukee against the Dame Lillard-led Milwaukee Bucks. We'll get there when we get there. Heater 1-0, we're feeling good so far. Thank you for joining us. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.